Hi everyone, welcome back to Stairway to Star Clan, a Warriors Cat Reread podcast. I'm Paz. I'm Julian. And I'm Liz. And we are here for our Vega finale episode. Um, totally intended to be huge, um, not because of bad chapter planning. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we, we finished Fire and Ice and a second full Warriors book. Um, Yay. Hell yeah. Yeah, exciting. Um, but we're gonna, we're gonna split the discussion up into two parts today because it's really long. Um, so that's the plan. Um, sorry, I noticed this while I was reading this book in the car today. Uh, this review on the back cover, I just want to read it out for everyone. Please do. A suspenseful animal adventure that will leave readers eyeing puss. A little nervously. <laughs> From the Kirkus reviews. Thank you, Kirkus reviews. Oh my god. Uh, this book is like, what if my cat's plotting to murder me? You never know. Oh, I, I feel like I have to uh, give my, my cat a shout out uh, for his warrior spirit because. He caught three mice within 24 hours <laughs> uh, recently. Very proud of him. When did the so third one happen? The third one I, uh, happened this morning, I think. Wow. He's so fierce. <laughs> He's so fierce and a great hunter, and he has a bell collar on, so, like, he's like fucking broccoli. <laughs> if we ever took that off. <laughs> He learned how to be a warrior around them. It's like yeah. um, using. It's like when they do the montage with um, the fight guys, and they have to have the big weights on them. Mm? Yeah, Rock Lee. That, yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I've never Naruto'd. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I have to go send you the Rock Lee weight scene. <laughs> All right. Uh, join us for season three when we watch Naruto and only that video. <laughs> yeah. I I read so much Naruto. I I just forget that sometimes. Um <laughs> Okay. Anyway, let's talk about warriors, I guess. <laughs> um anyone ha- anyone have anything else to add before the summaries? Uh, doozy of a chapter chunk we're, we're gonna get to that part in the first summaries but I, I gasped out loud at one thing like <laughs> just like holding my little e-reader phone just like <gasps> yes there, there is a very dramatic reveal although yeah. I, I knew it so it wasn't as dramatic for me but <laughs> glad to hear that first impression reaction um, okay. Uh, let's let's start up with these chapter summaries. Uh, picking off from when Broken Star's Polycule attacks Thunderclan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> chapter 26. Um, 
Uh, Broken Star attacks Thunder Clan. While Fireheart, Yellowfang, the Apprentices, and the Queens fight back, the Elders hide away the kids. Uh, Cinderpaw goes to join, but Dustpaw forces her to stay back in Yellowfang's den. Fireheart fights Broken Star, Broken Star, but is attacked by Clawface. That was the cat who killed Spotted Leaf in the last book. Fireheart furiously attacks Clawface, suddenly feeling Spotted Leaf's spirit besides him to help avenge her death. Just as Clawface pins him down, Fireheart cries out to Spotted Leaf for help, uh, but Graystripe arrives just in time to pull Clawface off, killing him in the process. Graystripe says Blue Star also found Bones and recognized Broken Star's scent, and that she sent him to get Tired Claw because she thought it was a trap. Meanwhile, Fireheart. Meanwhile, Fireheart sees Frostfur, Dustpaw, and Sandpaw fighting the rogue cats as he looks for Broken Star. He hears a, he hears a yowl from Yellowfang's den and rushes in, afraid for Cinderpaw, but sees that Yellowfang has seriously injured Broken Star instead. Broken Star loses a life, but not his last, and Fireheart asks why she didn't, why she doesn't finish him off. Yellowfang confesses that Broken Star is actually her son, and that she has, she loved his father, <gasps> Ragged Star. Broken Star doesn't know she's his mother. <laughs> they all find out that Yellowfang has injured Broken Star's eyes badly, so that he is blind. Fireheart checks on Cinderpaw, who is fine, but wishes she could have helped in the battle. Um, and she and Yellowfang start attending to Broken Star. Uh, the rogue cats are chased off. Fireheart thanks Graystripe for saving his life, and Graystripe tells him he'd give his life for Fireheart. <laughs> Just bro things. <laughs> Blue Star returns. Fireheart explains everything to her, and she praises him. Tiger Claw is also back. Fireheart tells him what happened to Broken Star, and Yellowfang says she will tend to him until he recovers. Almost everyone is skeptical, but she says it would be wrong to leave him to die or kill him, although she doesn't reveal that he is her son, and Blue Star agrees for now. She says Broken Star is no longer a clan leader and renames him in a pretty unnecessary fashion. She renames him to, to Broken Tail, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Chapter 27. After the battle, Fireheart tells Blue Star how Dustpaw and Sandpaw defended the clan from the attack and that they both deserve to be warriors, and she agrees. Dustpaw is surprised, and Sandpaw says it's Fireheart's quick thinking that saved them. They decide to have the naming ceremony that day, and the two new warriors are then named Dustpelt and Sandstorm. Blue Star also thanks Fireheart for his courage. Uh, Fireheart says to Sandstorm he's glad they can eat together as warriors now, though is a bit disappointed that he can't eat alone with her. He goes to bring something to Cinderpaw for dinner, since she wasn't at the naming ceremony. Uh, Broken Hill is still unconscious. Cinderpaw is depressed, feeling she is a burden to the clan, and Fireheart doesn't even comfort or reassure her again for some reason. <laughs> Yellowfang says Cinderpaw is a great help to her, though, and they both have a friendly exchange. Fireheart is a little envious of their relationship. It's snowing the next morning. Dustpel and Sandpaw have returned from the midnight vigil and are asleep. Um, Blue Star tells the rest of the clan that Broken Tail will be staying. She also tells Fireheart that she is worried about him and Graystripe not making up yet, and he and Graystripe should hang out uh, 
parentheses, hunt. Fireheart is hopeful about the idea, but Greystripe is cold to him, accusing Fireheart of doubting his clan loyalty and only wanting to keep an eye on him. He says Fireheart just wants to please Bluestar. They go hunting anyway, and it's super awkward because of trust issues. When they return with the fresh kill, Brindleface tells Fireheart that Cloudkit and her other kids have gone missing. Chapter 28 Fireheart tries to find Greystripe to help look for the kids, but can't find him. Sandstorm offers to help instead. It's difficult to track the kids in the blizzard, and Fireheart is worried. He and Sandstorm both decide to head back and get more help, but they notice the voices of the kids before doing so. They find all the kids but Cloudkit by a fallen tree, and one of the kids says he is hunting. Cloudkit shows up, carrying a little vole in his mouth. Fireheart and Sandstorm gather mm -hmm. up all the kids and rush back to the camp. Bluestar scolds the kids, but Cloudkit is defiant and says the clan, need food, the clan needed food and that it was his idea. She says that while his intentions were good, he was foolish. Fireheart feels a mixture of pride and worry for Cloudkit um, because he is skilled but is reckless about the warrior code. Um, Bluestar later tells Fireheart that he needs to teach Cloudkit to respect the warrior code. He agrees, but resents the high expectations for such a young kit and thinks of Greystripe, a clan-born warrior who disobeys the code all the time. He also wonders <laughs> if Cloudkit can really adjust to clan life. Uh, Greystripe returns from hunting, but Fireheart can tell he went to see Silverstream. That night, Fireheart dreams about hunting with a grown-up Cloudkit. Spottedleaf also shows up in the dream and warns Fireheart about a battle approaching and to beware a warrior he can't trust. And... That's the first chunk of chapters that we'll be discussing. God. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Chapter 26 especially was just like one thing after another. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, very good. But uh, mm -hmm. it just, the uh, the events start coming and they don't stop coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it has like the big like like soap opera reveal in the middle of it. <laughs> mm -hmm. God. Uh, yeah, I mean, like half of it's the battle, and then then Yellowfang's big uh, reveal, which is so good. We love to see. It really is. A like just just a whole fucked up family situation. <laughs> yeah, very good. Just a mess. Graystripe versus his forbidden romance had had whatever's going on here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Graystripe, you're just dating someone from another high school. Right. Uh, <laughs> you're no medicine cat in love with your uh, your own leader. Yeah. And then blinding your son. <laughs> yeah, your son who doesn't know you're, he's his, your son. Yeah. Oh my god. Like I said, some I think real... it was. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh no, I I think it's just like kind of nicely seated in. Um, I think in our previous reading, where um, she said like she recognized like it was mm -hmm. broken stuff from the bones and stuff, but um, it I think it was mentioned that like oh yeah I was there for their kidding and it's like yeah you sure were. Oh boy. You're the main, main <laughs> participant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think, I feel like 
I remembered in Into the Wild there were some hints too, um, although I'd have to go back and find them. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think there's some, like, I mean, she's obviously, like, very, has really conflicted feelings about Broken Star in Into mm-hmm. the Wild. Yeah. Which makes it mm-hmm. even more fucked up that he kicked her out. She was his mom. Right? Um, but, like, also, I think there's some stuff about, like, her being kind of maternal or, like, yeah. all the stuff with her and the kids, um, where she's, like, kind of trying to hang out around the kit den and the queens are really upset about it and she's like yeah. oh i get it just a nice like two book build up <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i love yellow thing me too mm-hmm. she's so good also her being um, like this is like divine punishment very oof. very like it's also very cool i don't know yeah. Although, I don't know about that yellow thing. Yeah, that's just. I I guess we're kind of going back to the um, the, the ableism from the, I mean from the whole series, but also specifically from the previous reading. Uh, it's like oh wow, yeah, my... I, I wasn't I wasn't talking about Broken Star there. I was just talking about. Having uh, like a fucked oh, okay, up family sorry. situation now. Now she's like, like this is <laughs> this is what I get. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think her line exactly is like, my punishment wasn't that like my other two cat kits died. It was that this one survived, and it's like, oh jeez, yeah, that's, that's fucked up. <laughs> Starclan said you're gonna have a real sicko of a child. Um. StarClan gave you a real mega blimp bone clan son. <laughs> oh god, right. Yeah, but yeah, Liz, the ableism stuff is does come back up. Just yeah, if it's you is, that line's <laughs> like it can be that line is like very I don't wanna say I don't know, it's I would appreciate it a lot more for the like the drama of your evil son, your mega bone clan evil son, if it wasn't for like right immediately like next to this how they talk so much about like oh now he's blind he's uh he can't do anything um i didn't read that line as referring to that although no no i don't i don't think that was around his blindness are like yeah still not great because it's like oh he can't do anything now but i i think I think that line yeah. more refers to like his actions as a cat person. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Happened. Yeah, it's yeah. Just I do un- wish that like. Oh, go ahead. No, it's just like unfortunate that those things are right next to each other. It's like bad timing. Yeah. I feel. Mm. I wish that like I mean, warrior cats bingo. Um, I wish that the <laughs> the blindness was handled differently because it's like, oh, he's yeah. completely not a threat. We can just keep mm-hmm. him around. He'll be totally fine. And it's like, his vision was not what made him a threat. Yeah. No. Like, he was a threat because he was extremely persuasive and, like, very good at getting people to go along with him. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And nothing's happened to that. No. Yeah. And he still has a bunch of lives, so... Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I did think, like, when the kits disappear, my immediate... I had forgotten what happened, and my immediate thought was, Broken Star? Yeah, same. Um, yeah. That he had, like, lured them away or something. Mm-hmm. I, Which I personally yeah. think would have been a good plot point. Mm-hmm. Would have been a good plot point. I think we, if that happened, though, we would have been, like... I Okay, I guess we haven't... You you made an evil disabled cat kidnap the kids. <laughs> yeah. That's, oh, that is bad. Yeah. I can't win yeah. either way or worse, I guess. Uh, you're either Cinderpaw and you're sort of a de facto medicine cat and also a burden on the clan. Um or you're uh. broken tail. Yeah, speaking of like ableism, there's more bad combos with Cinderpaw. Uh. Um, when she yeah. like straight up says like oh I feel like a burden on the clan and the fireheart doesn't really like <laughs> disagree he's like, he's interrupted hell? right cause Yellowfang starts yeah. talking about like oh actually you're a great assistant but y- you didn't have to write it that way yeah yeah I also just like no one talks about the elders or right? like the queens or like other people who don't hunt for themselves like being burdens oh. on the clan. Right. I don't where is this coming from? I mean, I know where it's coming from. It's coming from the authors, yeah. but like it just doesn't make sense with like the way that the cat society has been set up. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's it's just like a very deeply communal society and like it is about supporting like everyone in the clan, so like and like you said, the elders don't hunt, so it yeah, it's just like doesn't make sense at all. Yeah. I guess like if you wanted to I don't think um that Warrior Cats currently in this book or possibly later wants to have that conversation necessarily. But if you <laughs> wanted to, I think it would be like pretty easy to have like one clan be more um like to be better at this sort of accommodation and like have like just for like that black and white kid metaphor to have like the evil clan be not as good at it yeah you know? <laughs> well apparently wind clan is doing fine on that front but it's not it's not like thunder it's not portrayed like no. thunder clan is deeply ableist so no so it just comes off uh. as like a weird like uh incoherent plot point when you can have like one disabled cat in one clan like in a high-ranking authority position and then in another clan apparently not Which... and like for no reason given when clan's fine they're just like hey what's up what the fuck is up with everyone else <laughs> yeah we'll talk more about that later <laughs> <laughs> when clan really needs to like move and then get stop dealing with all this bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there's that weird renaming thing too. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing's wrong with his. Is something wrong with his tail? I don't no, know. I don't think so. I was like, was that? I couldn't tell if that used to be his name, and she's just like, you going back to that name, or, or I don't, I don't. I don't know. Oh, Broken Tail was his original yeah, warrior. Name. Yeah, that's what I read it uh, as. But <laughs> once again, weird names. It's 
I think it's just because, like, oh, someone else is reverting it for him, not. Yeah. It's not even oh. really like. Yeah. Jesus. I, um, Yellowfang named him. A. Yellowfang. Like, Fang. she named him Broken Kit. <laughs> oh, no. Um, after the Going. bend in his tail, as well as the feeling Yellowfang felt in her heart at the time of his birth. Oh, my God. Damn. Fucking move over, Lan Wangji. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I must say, I probably just blew out the audio so much. I also did. <laughs> uh, oh, a little, a little no. joke for Untamed Untamed is no there. shit. <laughs> Tamed once what um. Warriors has. <laughs> why, do, why not just call him, like... Like... Mistake kit. Bendy tail or something. <laughs> no! Just, like, wiggle tail or something. Or wave tail. <laughs> wiggle tail. That's great. Oh. Um. Also, it's, like, it's beginning to thunderstorm pretty hard here. Hopefully I don't lose power, but... Oh no! Uh, heads up! <laughs> it's Thunder Clan. They're coming. Well, I guess that's what we got Craig for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, Craig works. Um. Fingers crossed. In non-Broken Star-related news, the bit about where Grace Type like saves Fireheart and then is like, "I would give my life for you," is so romantic, right? It's it so came out good. of nowhere. It was deeply romantic. It's just, it's such a good moment, and then... Uh, it's such a good moment, and then Graystripe fucks up again in the very next chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had, he had one moment of being um, decent. <laughs> and then he's back to being a fool. Yeah, I I do like like seeing that like push pull of like conflict there because that's you know that's the whole crux yeah. of Fireheart being like unsure. I, I mean, it also makes Graystripe feel like, oh yeah, th- this is the friend that will die for me. But is he gonna pick me up in the airport? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's like in the moment, yeah, he was like on top of it, but then when mm-hmm. Fireheart confronts him later, he gets all like pissy and evasive again. Fireheart mm-hmm. doesn't even confront him. Yeah, he's just, he's like, just like, "Hey, do you want to go hunting?" And Graystripe mm-hmm. is like, "Are you making sure I don't disappear again?" And just like, and then like Graystripe tries to like play like he would have saved any clan cat's life and he also would have told any clan cat that he would die for them yeah no biggie uh-huh. sure <laughs> just clan things sort just out your shit things. gray stripe <laughs> i mean also has i'm sh- there has to be someone out there who's written the like fireheart like 500 word thing where he's Wondering, like, mm, why do I care so much about my best friend dating someone else? A uh, clan loyalty aside. Yep. Wow. Him being mean to me, sure, is very, 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 very effective to me. Just bro things. <laughs> Just bro things. 
Just yeah, throw things. Don't I don't care. It. Except I do a lot. <laughs> uh, it is I am storming. Warrior cats. The um. <laughs> um. I. What are you pulling up? Should I wait? Oh, I'm pulling up archive. Oh, uh, yes. I'm pulling up AO3. Don't worry. No, I, I will wait to get statistics. <laughs> oh, what did I... I did this... How did I do this wrong? This is like a summer thunderstorm, so it'll probably be over in like half an hour, but I, I hope it's a half an hour. I don't lose power. Oh, no. Um, what? There's only five fix? That can't what? be right. No. No. There's more Fireheart One Whisker than there is Fireheart Gray Stripe. Did you just type the tag wrong? I refuse to believe it. I see so much fan art. Okay. I... I have a lot of respect for the former, but the latter just has the the privilege of much more screen time. Oh, I did. I did it wrong. Yeah. I did yeah. It wrong. Okay. I'm like, no, it's okay. way more popular than that. It's AMVs for it. Look, listen. <laughs> Yeah, we've got 32. That's, you know, I, I feel like a lot of Warriors fic is, was on fanfic.net, so. Right. I also feel like a lot of people are writing, like, mm -hmm. for canonical ships. Yeah. With Grey Stripe specifically. And also Fireheart, but. Um, yeah, but I know it is a, is a popular pairing. For good reason. How many? How many are there with the correct tag? There's only 32. That's, that's a pretty decent amount for something that's probably not mainly on AO3 and at this yeah. point pretty old. Yeah. I don't know. What's what's not to love? You have friends to enemies to friends? <laughs> I mean, again, though, there are 25 Fireheart One Whisker fix. Listen, we gotta ring the Fireheart <laughs> One Whisker alarm bells again because it, it comes up... <laughs> It really does. <laughs> I think people are on to something, I'm just saying. Yeah, uh, but, listen. But we'll get to that. <laughs> We're putting a pin in that for later in the episode. Yes. But... Our, our... I did, like... We're skipping around a little bit, or I'm skipping around a little bit. I did think that the, like, discussion that the clan has about whether to keep Broken Tail around is, like, I thought that was interesting, even if there is, like, some ableism in the way that they're, like, oh, he's not a threat yeah. anymore. Um, mm -hmm. But, like, particularly in terms of, like, Fireheart feeling conflicted about, like, how much he wants Broken Tail to just be dead. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, like, the, like, the reason he stays is, like, this, like, morality thing of, like, sending him off to, to like, a... a die because apparently that's what happens if you're blind thanks warriors uh in the forest is like not like there's oh my god yeah but like it's, it's, it's not like there's no blind animals or i know it's anything stupid Ugh. um but yeah yeah it's an interesting like display of like clan conflict management internally mm -hmm. um i do want to know it almost felt like keeping Broken Tail in the camp was less contentious than keeping Cloudkit, which was very funny to me. 
God, no, you're right. It was less contentious. There's no reason that keeping a dangerous ex-leader should be solved quicker than, like, deciding to keep a small, fluffy kitten. Yeah. A kitten Kittens like, eat less, for one thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> a kitten from, like, what they consider, like, the, the most least threatening place possible, which is, like, a like a pet, right? It's like... Yeah. Yeah. It's like, do do we keep this pet who is a baby or a war criminal? (laughs) Yeah, there were like multiple people being like, saying like, we need to throw this child out into the woods to die. (laughs) We need to Victorian style expose this child. (laughs) And there was only like one like quickly solved objection (laughs) to keeping broken tail. God. On that topic, I also want to note that Everyone was being like, Cloud Kit's stupid because he has white fur in the previous set of readings. And then in this reading, he talks about how frost fur is <laughs> white fur. I was like, what yeah. is going on? Wait, wait. so so while they were saying that, did we just not see frost fur being like, oh, I see how it is. Fucking, <laughs> Fucking babysit your own kids then. I feel like in this set of readings, it points out her right, white fur like twice. Like, that's why she's named that. Yeah. Yeah. She's not called, like, tree fur. It's frost fur. <laughs> oh, my God. God. They are cats. It's the limited object permanence thing. They're going to talk <laughs> shit, and they're going to turn around and be like, oh, oh, frost fur. I'm so sorry. I did not leave you. <laughs> nothing but respect for... I. Nothing but respect for my queens. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, in the next uh, chapter, we do discover that Cloudkit is, in fact, very good at being a warrior. (laughs) Yes, I love Cloudkit. He's so cute. It's just a little baby. And he makes bad little kid decisions, which is just cuter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He just wants to be a good part of the clan. I know. (laughs) He's like, I will go grocery shopping in a blizzard. (laughs) Cloud Kit coming back with two onions and a potato. (laughs) (laughs) Listen, that's that's like, what, two latkes? I don't know. (laughs) That's a lot of onion, though. Two really big ones, onion heavy. I do have a note about um, that this is what cat racism does. Because I do wonder, like, obviously, Cloud Kid is, like, his desire to, like, prove himself is very cute. But I also wonder how much of it is him being, like, well, if everyone's going to say that I'm, like, not fit to be a warrior. Because I know they, like, he can hear them. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. How much of this is, like, him trying to prove that he can help provide for the clan? Yeah, I definitely think that's mm-hmm. what's happening. She's also sad. Yeah. Yeah, he's just a baby. Apparently his siblings like him enough to go out into the blizzard with him though, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> I don't know how how like their relationship is gonna turn out or even if it's gonna be explored very much. But I do like the idea of like here's my extremely extroverted 
sibling who's, <laughs> who at, a, at the age of baby just hunted a whole animal and and like the other siblings are just like oh we're, we're introverts or whatever <laughs> I, yeah isn't he like four weeks old or something at this point something like that I maybe yeah, like he's, six <laughs> weeks I don't know <laughs> just imagine the shape of this the shape of this small baby uh, he's, he's too small I can't protect him <laughs> Uh, and, like, I understand why Blue Star is very pissed, because it is bad if your kids wander out. Um, mm-hmm. But also, like, her being like, oh, it's against the warrior code. is like, where? But, yeah, what? Where? <laughs> She's, there are babies. I don't point think they to, know Point yet. it out to me. <laughs> like, at what age are kids responsible for knowing the warrior code? Yeah, how? Do they go to school? <laughs> Do they? Are you teaching them ethics? <laughs> they don't get any teachers besides basically PE coaches by the like the age of like 12. Yeah, I feel like you learn the warrior code when you're an apprentice. Like are the queens supposed to be teaching them this in the nursery? <laughs> <laughs> the queens are like, really, they have degrees in ethics. They are teaching them right now. You just don't see it. Or is this like child labor laws in the work? <laughs> Kids cannot work in the mills. I don't care how tiny your beans are. Your paws may be I able just... to reach between these, I don't know, twigs, but not allowed. I just like, this isn't like... Not to be like another untamed reference, but this isn't like is the the warrior code is not like the fucking land clan rules that are up <laughs> on a rock for everyone to look at. Maybe they are. I just haven't mentioned it. <laughs> it just the seems cats to have be been like reading right this whole time. <laughs> they just don't want to because they're all stupid jocks. <laughs> But yeah, it just seems to be like a general consensus thing that when you, it's like if you break them and you're an adult, you get like, you get attacked, you get in a fight. Yeah, I don't even know. I don't know how much like, do they get like trials? Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't remember. I have no fucking idea. It's also interesting that like. Fireheart is specifically like, oh, Graystripe broke the warrior code, and like you didn't say shit about yes, him. Yes, I love that um, line. Which is very good. But yeah. also, like, he doesn't mention, like, Yellowfang, um, who definitely broke the warrior code. Well, Fireheart uh, respects she a long time um, ago. girl bosses. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But I want to read that sentence, because it was really good. Um... Fireheart swallowed a pang of resentment as he thought of how shamelessly Graystripe, a clanborn cat, was disobeying the warrior code. He's like, get his ass. Shameless. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Graystripe, you hussy. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's also a good little, like, like that expression of um, actual anger against Blue Star for once. Uh, yes. It's a, it's a good, like, it's a pretty clear way of showing that, like, oh, wow, it sucks to get microaggressed. 
Yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the fact that, like, it's not just Fireheart being constantly microaggressed now, too. It's, like, somebody cares about Mm -hmm. also going through it, I think, is definitely... Who's a baby? Yeah. (laughs) Who's a baby? Sorry, I do have a note about Are Kitty Pets the Model Minority? (laughs) Um, Oh, God. Which is half a joke and half a, like, you know, it does seem like they have to work twice as hard. Yeah. Or, like, it's setting that up. Yeah, I don't remember what happens with Cloud Kids arc, but if I... I mean, I don't know, because I never read it. But if I had to guess, it's probably going to be that. Yeah, I super, unfortunately, do not remember, and also did not register it when I read these books at age, like... (laughs) 8, 11, somewhere in there, but... Well... I have the gift of prophecy, as we know from the finale of our last book. So I'm going to say that Cloudkit grows out to be like um, Cloud Claw? Whoa. He's very fierce. Yeah. Um, And he's like, um, love some of you guys. Hate the rest of you guys because you're extremely xenophobic. I'm out because I am an adult now. Gonna found my own clan called Mega Bone Clan. Only if you're <laughs> hardcore and um, not a, not gonna be xenophobic to everyone. Can you come in? Um, yep. Peace. I'm out. Uh, Uncle Fireheart. I will. Um, I'll Facetime you later. Okay. Bye. <laughs> okay. Well, can't wait for that arc. Perfect. <laughs> um, I I guess in conjunction with the Cloud Kid stuff is like the scenes Fireheart gets with Sandstorm, um, which are good. I do love, I do love, and also like holy shit that it had to take Fireheart straight up saying to Blue Star like, uh, they should really be like warriors now for that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah blue star do your job i wondered if like how long it was taking was actually like going to be a plot point but it just seems to be like oh she's been busy yeah i kind of thought that it would end up being a plot point um, yeah but what and i don't know if we'll like hear more about it yeah. later mm-hmm. what i know that i thought it could be a plot point in conjunction with hasn't really happened yet so i I don't know. Mm-hmm. But do you think if Fireheart hadn't said anything, there would have been apprentices for another, like, three months? Oh my god. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> Probably, like, another few days until, like, the next battle happens, right? <laughs> I don't even know. Right, the pace of battles in this book is, like, pretty high. Yeah, this mm-hmm. book has way more battles. For sure. Mm-hmm. Living up to my mom's um, nickname of Catfight, the series. <laughs> I guess it makes sense, though, because now Fireheart is like a warrior and right going into battle. Yeah. I'm just, there's so much, hap- so many of them happening. Just imagine like the noise of this book, like if it was a movie. <laughs> it would just be like, you know, when you hear cats fight in the alley at night, but like times 100. <laughs> 
I just can't. imagine that in surround sound. Incredible. <laughs> 3D. I just keep thinking about how HarperCollins said no violence, or like some of the mods said no violence on the official books. <laughs> oh, I like have you read the book. <laughs> book two, we get like spine biting. Yeah, Greystripe finally God. kills someone, uh, like. I guess on, on purpose, purpose directly. He has a high body count prior, um, as we know, but. <laughs> yeah. I guess he's killed someone before Fireheart has now, like in battle. Yeah, has Fireheart actually killed anyone? No, I don't think so. I don't so. think so. He gets close a lot of times. And right, we're getting and some. Morals. <laughs> yeah, we're getting some conflicts about how, like, um, it's like part of the warrior code is, you know, non-lethal damage, apparently. <laughs> but then no one cares that Which, I don't even know. I don't know, because nobody really cares that Graystripe killed Clawface or whatever, but I guess they were also broke, so Yeah. Yeah, is it like you're only supposed to do non-lethal damage to another clan Jeez. cat? Implications it's, it's of that. So interesting. <laughs> I'm so iffy on, like, what the warrior code says and also, like, what the code of ethics in battle specifically right? is. Because, like, there was mm-hmm. that whole big deal in Book 1 about how bad it was that, like, um, that, like, Redtail killed Oakheart or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in Book 2, it's just like, yeah, you can kill whoever the fuck you want. Yeah, I don't... I have no idea. I do wonder a little bit if, like, there's anything thematic with, like, the kind of breakdown, I guess, of the warrior code. Because it's, like, also definitely against the warrior code to... Which we'll talk about more when we talk about, like, chapters 29 and 30, but, like, definitely against the warrior code to team up with another clan (laughs) and, like, attack people. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I feel like it could be leading up to that. And probably like in a future thing, like a the younger generation can be like oh, this part of the warrior code sex, we need to reform it and not really question it beyond that. <laughs> yeah, I I have no idea. Um Yep, no idea. But that would make sense if if it leads up to something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll go ahead. Now I'm just wondering where we should go from here. If we're, I um, thought the if we've covered everything. The last thing is that the the spotted leaf stuff comes back very oh, suddenly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it's really out of nowhere. I like legit I, like, forgot about her. <laughs> yeah, because it's been like a whole book. It's been a book, and, like, Fireheart hasn't thought yeah. about her once. No. Like, I get he's been busy, he's had a lot on his mind, but, like, for it to be, like, oh, and here she is, like, helping him in battle and appearing to him in a dream, <laughs> and it's, like... Yeah. Hey, you could have, like, dropped a hint about this earlier in yeah. the book. Absolutely. Like, maybe he feels a little sad to go to the medicine cat den to see Cinderpaw and, like, mm-hmm. be like, yeah, I love Yellowfang, but damn, I miss Spottedleaf. Right? 
Um, you know, just a little, little something, something. Yeah. It, and without that, it just ends up being really clumsy and mm-hmm. uh, like, not almost funny, very funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Very funny, too, because like she described like in a weird like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> this is the sexiest way. <laughs> Like, no like, one else gets treated like this. It's like her sweet scent, her soft pink nose. <laughs> like, what yeah. is going on? What? Not even like, not even Sandstorm, who's definitely getting yeah. kind of the like mm-hmm. the romance like lead up, is getting this kind of treatment, and it's like, what is happening? Yeah, it's so funny because it's literally only with her. Yeah, this is where I do, I do admit that like. Me in fourth and fifth grade had a big old crush on Spotted Leaf. Uh, <laughs> I can't. And blame now I'm you. Reading, now it I'm was shaped for that. This I'm was like, written. Where was this? Like, where did this come from? It's so weird. I don't know if they were like, we're just going to be consistent for the writing for the first book. <laughs> you didn't need to be. It's been a book we wouldn't have remembered. Oh, and God. I don't think you well, need to also... be able to... <laughs> no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't... If she's just like a spirit, you don't have to smell her. <laughs> how know. How are we supposed to know she's hot otherwise, Liz? <laughs> just talk about her, like, spots. That's what her name is. Her, her beautiful spots that remind me of a leaf. <laughs> It's <laughs> it's also so weird that, like, all of the stuff, like, all of the their interactions, like, the way that they, like, touch or whatever is, like, weirdly sensual, yeah. but, like, yeah. the rest of the cats are, like, you know, licking and, like, <laughs> in, like, very non-sensual ways. Like, when Sandstorm yeah. and Dustbelt become warriors, they lick Blue Stripe and it's totally normal. Yeah. It's treated yeah, as completely it's normal. stuff. Because that's what cats do, but suddenly yeah. when Spotted Leaf is doing the licking, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not uh, even angry so... about it because it's hilarious. It's so funny. <laughs> um, God, and uh, we did mention, like, um, Sandstorm being set up for, like, the the romantic interest thing. And it's like, putting those two side by side, it's just like... yeah. There's such a comical difference. She's just get. She's just like a normal person. She's. She didn't have a weird smell. She's like. I don't even know if we have like a, like a flattering description of her that isn't just normal. I mean, like the flattering yeah, descriptions like, of her, are like she's really good at fighting. Yeah, and it's like that's nice. Does like for a kids' romance? Yeah, kids' book romance. Talk about how cool she is instead of what she smells like. <laughs> smell like she's a cat they were really struggling how to write this cat romance even though they i think they figured it out with sandstorm i don't know why well you know she smells like she smells like pine um mouse and something uniquely sandstorm you mean spotted leaf or wait or uh or spotted leaf so funny god that's my new Etsy soap scent. <laughs> well, oh, I'm sorry. We have to take a break for a second for a very crucial search. 
Oh, God. Oh, I wonder if there are any, um, well, you do your search. I'm going to do mine. Oh, well, it's a, oh, no. It's just soap shaped like cats. Damn. Damn. I'm so disappointed. I wanted to look to see if there were any, um, warrior cats teas and on that, like, tea site that does fandom teas and great news there are. Oh, thank God. Yes. They spelled Greystripe's name wrong, though. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a dash in between? Maybe maybe it's a character <laughs> development thing. Um, oh, what's Blue Star's tea? Snowbud, white peony, and white blueberry accented with coconut. That sounds bad. I don't know much about tea, but yeah. When have these British cats ever fucking even seen a coconut? <laughs> Oh, here's Ravenpaw. Um, a calming blend in honor of a nervous apprentice <laughs> includes caramel, decaf vanilla, and mocha nut mate accented with cocoa nibs. That sounds okay. Um, like, yeah, I, I think that's it for the first chunk. Yep. I think so. Okay, well, I will go on to the summaries for the last two chapters. Okay. Chapter 29. The next day, Fireheart can't stop thinking about Spotted Lace warning and her unique scent and Greystripe's loyalty. <laughs> Snow has stopped. But one whisker from WindClan runs into the camp begging for help because RiverClan and ThunderClan are attacking WindClan. Bluestar oh, gathers. Sorry, typo oh. on my part. It's ShadowClan. Fuck, yeah, okay. I'll. Yeah. The snow is stopped, but one whisker from WindClan runs into the camp begging for help because RiverClan and ShadowClan are attacking WindClan. Bluestar gathers the clan and says they must help. There is little protest, but Tigerclaw steps in and says he agrees with Blue Star because Shadow Clan and River Clan might attack Thunder Clan next. Yellowfang says Blue Star should remain at camp because of her health, and Firestar, Fire, yeah, Fireheart knows it's also because <laughs> of her last life. Blue Star tells Tigerclaw to lead the attack parties. White Storm takes one party, and Tigerclaw gathers warriors for the other, including Fireheart and One Whisker. You know. Drive is with the other party, and Fireheart <laughs> knows he'll have to choose sides now. Soon after they leave, Willowpelt says they're being followed, but it turns out to be Cloudkit and Brindlefaces kits again. Tigerclaw tests Fireheart's loyalty and says to deal with it, and Fireheart just asks Brackenpaw to take the kids home. Cloudkit protests, but Fireheart promises they'll fight together someday, ignoring the other warriors. Tigerclaw tells Fireheart to lead them to WindClan, since he knows the way, and since he probably doesn't trust one whisker. Greystripe also knows the way, but is too miserable to help. They arrive at the <laughs> camp, where the battle is already taking place. Chapter 30 At the battle, WindClan is totally outnumbered by ShadowClan and RiverClan. ThunderClan attacks, and more enemy parties show up. As Fireheart battles a RiverClan cat, one whisker ends up finishing the fight for him. Fireheart, in a totally normal bro way, notices the fire in one whisker's eyes. <laughs> in the middle of the battle, Fireheart sees a RiverClan cat about to attack Greystripe and wonders if he'll fight back, but he attacks the ShadowClan cat instead. Tigerclaw calls out for Fireheart, who tries to get to him, but is attacked by a RiverClan cat, Leopardfur, 
who is River Clan's deputy, who he'd met at the gorge where White Claw died. Fireheart calls out to Tigerclaw for help, but he just watches. Fireheart is so angry that he can flip leopard fur off. He and Tigerclaw <laughs> give each other a stink eye before returning the battle. While Fireheart fights a Riverclan cat, he is attacked by Shelfless Dream. As she is about to call him, claw him, Graystripe's voice stops her. Fireheart instinctively attacks when she backs down, but sees Graystripe watching and can't bring himself to hurt Silver's dream. She slips away, and Fireheart sees Darkstripe watching him. ShadowClan is eventually driven off, leaving RiverClan alone. Fireheart sees Tigerclaw attack with ShadowClan leader Crookedstar going for his neck. He doesn't kill Crookedstar, but ends the battle, and they flee. Fireheart wonders briefly about Spottedleaf's prophecy about how Fire will save the clan. He also thinks about Spottedleaf's warning about uh, warriors he can't trust, and finally realizes that it meant Tigerclaw, the guy who loves murder and he knows did at least one murder, and not Graystripe. <laughs> Tigerclaw confronts Fireheart about letting Silverstream escape, and Fireheart asks if he wanted him to kill her. Tigerclaw also makes insinuations about Graystripe's loyalty, and they both see him return, presumably from checking on Silver's dream. When he leaves, Graystripe and Fireheart finally talk about his conflicted feelings, and Fireheart promises he will always be Graystripe's friend. And that is the end of the book. My god. <laughs> Action-packed chapters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So much happens. Man, I WinClan is literally just minding their own business. <laughs> it feels like WinClan is like ten people, and they're just like, "Oh God, should we move back?" What? Leave them alone. <laughs> I'm like extra defensive of them because they're my favorite clan, but like, <laughs> literally, they're just vibing. <laughs> Yeah, the gathering tall star was like, I don't, like, y'all are freaks. We're leaving. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) You think they went in going like, gee, I wonder what everyone else is doing. It sure is great that we solved that whole um, clan being driven out thing. Let's go see our good friends who helped us. Oh, okay. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) I also don't understand, like, just from setting aside morals. As we do in the Warrior <laughs> books. Um, and, like, from a purely, like, you know, political slash logistical perspective, why would they go after WindClan, who has, like, two rabbits, and not ThunderClan? I have no idea. I, I, I assume in the next book we'll find out why the fuck they did that, but... <laughs> like, I guess it is, like, they're easier targets, but, like, it just doesn't seem worth it. Yeah, I think on the way to, like, Windclan's camp, Fireheart notes, like, there's fucking nothing here. Like, their camp is, like, a, a, a like, slight hollow <laughs> in the moor. And that's an it's improvement from the sewer. <laughs> like, this is not going to solve RiverClan's food problem. No. no. They can't even catch the rabbits, as we learned in the beginning of the book. <laughs> it is very the the fire heart one whisker content in these chapters is extremely it's, good it's real i i was doubting it when it first came up from whatever we were searching but yeah no i thought it was kind of a crack ship no. but no i'm i'm on board i'm on board too 
if if their clans keep consorting, you never know. Maybe in book three, the um, political marriage of convenience will be real. Yeah. Can't rule it out. Yeah. No. Like, they're battle husbands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can't remember. Did one whisker, like, jump in to, like, get a cat off Fireheart or help him? Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I also didn't put it in the summary, but there's um, a part where, like, I think Tiger Claw's asking, like, what One Whisker's name is, and One Whisker is, like, so intimidated that Fireheart just says it for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. It's good. I hope we keep seeing content for them. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I remember vaguely One Whisker's arc. Can't be sure, though. Yeah, my note for the beginning of chapter 29 is just, Fireheart, go help your boyfriend. (laughs) Um, Yeah. It is interesting, like, Tigerclaw is right for once, um, even if it's just because he wants to fight and kill. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So it is, is, uh, you know, it does make him slightly more complex as a villain. I feel like like he's been right a lot multiple times yeah. in this book. Yeah. It's, yeah, I know it's, you're right. It's so interesting to me, because uh-huh. for a lot of the times, um, Fireheart is agreeing with him. Yeah. Yeah, and it, it kind of, like, almost points out or, like, comes back to it in this chapter about how, like, it has made Fireheart forget that, like, boy, he's a horrible <laughs> murderer. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, but Fireheart remembers that when Tiger Claw tries to murder him, so <laughs> got, a little, got a little like. That's refresher. all it took. <laughs> Tiger Claw, edit again. Tiger Claw, he really, he really tries to murder indirectly so much. His success rate is not great, but God, is he trying? <laughs> a for effort. <laughs> um. Like, a little bit before that, we do get some, like, kind of setting up their their conflict mm-hmm. when Tigerclaw is, like, shitty to Fireheart about Cloudkit trying to follow them out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like, when when Fireheart has Brackenpaw send Cloudkit and the other kit's back, um, Tiger Claw is like, oh, I didn't think you'd be so keen to fight this battle. And it's like, why would he not? He likes Wind Clan. But then the uh, Fireheart. Fireheart stared at Tiger Claw and felt the blood pulse through him, so his whole body throbbed with rage. If only you were keen, too, he retorted. You'd give the battle cry instead of keeping us here while Wind Clan warriors die. Like, Get right in front of yeah, everybody. That was a really good scene. <laughs> Very cathartic. Yeah. I I do love Fireheart, like, standing up to him. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. good. I do wonder, like, if Tigerclaw would have been so eager to, like, let him die if he hadn't. I feel like Tigerclaw's consistently not liked him, though. So That's true. Yeah. And also, yeah. I think Tigerclaw's pretty short, like, Fireheart <laughs> knows or... Mm-hmm. Something. Right, I forgot about the, the yeah. whole Ravenpaw 
situation. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's he's also made a lot of like insinuations about um Fireheart's loyalties specifically and when um River Clan comes up. And I wonder if there's like if he thinks something else about what happened there or if he's mistaking like um I don't know, Fireheart for being like the spy or something that River Clan talked about. I feel like he knows um, he's Skystripe, like stripe though. Yeah. Like by the end I think that's it. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe it's just like thieves. Yeah, no, he definitely yeah. He's definitely like making a lot of insinuations. He love he loves to do murder and he loves to insinuate. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> It's very fun to read. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I'm excited for that conflict to continue. Tycho is such a mm-hmm. good, fun villain. Yeah, I can't believe like they the didn't moment- get him, though. <laughs> by the end of this book. <laughs> <laughs> the moment where, like, he's just standing there watching Fireheart get, like, his belly clawed um, is so good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a great, like, the way the scene is written is really good. Yeah. Like, in general, the the battle scenes are, like, you know, very well written. I understand yeah. why all of the RPs were, like, 90% battle scenes by volume. Mm-hmm. They're very good action scenes. Yeah. Which is hard to write. Yeah. They they're cut like cut through with like these um like I get I guess bullet time like personal character conflicts that like really um give it a little extra flavor, which so it's not like a slog, it's like so much stuff is happening and now I have to deal with this. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> In a good way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, they they do a good job of, like, making the fight scenes also deal with, like, characters' emotional arcs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, the fight scenes are used to, like, drive the personal plots forward, I feel like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, gotta say, though, Fireheart taking Spotted Leaf's warning to be not clearly about Tiger Claw. Was like, oh my god. Oh my god. I mean, I gotta, like, I gotta say, I wasn't sure it was about Tiger Claw because I, I had also been lured, lulled into a false sense of security by Tiger Claw being mostly normal. Oh, mm-hmm. I was like, throughout this book, I was like, it's fucking Tiger Claw. <laughs> I thought it might be one whisker, like, for a little bit because there's a, no. there's a portion in the book where, like, Tiger Claw seems to doubt uh, like yeah. that one whisker will lead them to the cl- to the camp and i was like oh shit is it a trap i have no doubt about one whisker i i doubted him oh my gosh that that would have been very like tasty though just like <laughs> my good friend who i saved who seems to be an upstanding young gentleman <laughs> oh the betrayal what are these conflicted feelings i have i won't think about them except i will <laughs> No, I also was just like I didn't suspect it because I'm like Windclan is just staying in their lane. Like, <laughs> why would they like fake this? Mm-hmm. 
if we want to go like full um au it could be like oh wind clan was like had their hand forced and now um all the three clans um too willingly are converging on thunder clan but that's i don't know that's just it's not as interesting to no. me yeah no i was i was fully uh fully as dumb as fireheart <laughs> Despite having read this book before. (laughs) Okay, Fireheart gets a pass then. Fireheart speaks to a certain little dumb cell in all our brains at some point. Yeah. That's why he's so relatable. (laughs) Yeah. And also, it's like you said, like, Tiger Claw is being, like, so normal throughout most of the book. (laughs) He's, he he did just become mean teacher again instead of like evil war criminal. Yeah. Yeah. He was saving it up for the, the last two chapters. <laughs> mm. It's his alt. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta press Q for Tiger Claw. Um, Press Q for war crime. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. The bit with like Silverstream and Graystripe is, you know, there it is. Yeah, Graystripe's sure is gonna keep causing problems. Uh huh. Mm hmm. It's like, I'm not mad that. It's happening, but we we haven't seen anything of them, so I'm not. So it's just like a plot point rather than like yeah. any investment, which is kind of what it's for, I guess. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we're like we're not supposed to sympathize with Grishrape, so probably why no. it's not super shown. No, I um, mean like not like we're not supposed to. Sympathize. That doesn't stop like <laughs> most of the fandom. Oh, no. <laughs> At least, like, what I... I'm sure that there there were, like, opposing camps, but what I saw of it was very much like, Graystripe did nothing wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm here to say, in well, 2021, especially- <laughs> Graystripe did a lot of things wrong. <laughs> because we were all 12 and thought that uh, being in love meant you didn't have any responsibilities. <laughs> and you know what? At 12, you're allowed to do that. Go on. Yep. <sighs> I'm sure it'll all end fine. Definitely, definitely nothing will go wrong. I do have yeah, a note. Absolutely. There's a moment where like Tiger Claw is attacking Crooked Star, the um River Clan leader, and like he um he like bites Crooked Star's neck and then there's a moment that it's like Crooked Star's pained screech told Fireheart that Tiger Claw had missed hit the spine, and it's like, oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, These cats are fucking each other up. Tiger Claw loves to try to kill leaders. I bet that it's him, like, purposely not killing him, but... No, I think you're right. Um, you know? But, uh... He's probably really considering it. Mm-hmm. If it was just do like any murders, yeah. 
okay, I'm looking at the summary here. I I didn't really um write much about the prophecy because the summary is already pretty long. But we should probably <laughs> recap because I think that was away from the beginning of the book, if not further back. The fire um, prophecy. Yeah, it's like how fire will save Thunder Clan. Yeah, that's and on like, the first book, right? Yeah, yeah. I, guess it, I think it was reiterated at the top of this book. Yeah, so I think um, Fireheart uh, thinks that fire <laughs> refers to Tallstar, who just looks so cool and handsome in the sunlight. <laughs> and then he's like, is it is it really him, though? Because Windclan's doing so bad. Um, so Fireheart, <laughs> our protagonist, who's orange, is like, I gotta think about this. <laughs> That's it. He, he has a lot of other things on his mind. He's a sweet boy. <laughs> he doesn't know yet he's protagonist. That's true. He he doesn't have that meta brain, which is better. <sighs> Fireheart turns to look directly at the reader. <laughs> um, what else is there? Um, I guess we could talk about like the last scene. Yeah, where like Fireheart and Graystripe kind of make up. Yeah, I think it's sweet. Yeah, yeah, it was sweet. It's like a pretty abrupt ending. Mm-hmm. I feel like. Yeah. Um. How did the last one end? I'm like the last book. I don't. I feel it's like them being remember. warriors, right? Um, let's see. Yeah, the last scene is them becoming warriors. Yeah. I mean, like one thing about Fire and Ice, I think is it had less of like an overarching plot. It was, like, a lot of little plot threads, I feel like. Because, mm-hmm. um, like we said, Le- Tiger Claw wasn't really being the central villain in it. Yeah, it definitely feels like it's setting up a lot of yeah. stuff for, like, later books in a yeah. way that... Which makes sense based on, like, what we've, like, read about how the first book was kind of originally supposed to be standalone. Yeah. yeah. It's it's definitely widened like the circle of um, characters and just uh-huh. places a lot. Yeah, I don't think it's bad. It just like I, I guess it it would lead to like a less decisive ending because it's like well, a lot of <laughs> stuff came up and nothing really got solved yet. So <laughs> yeah, it is nice to like wrap up on this Fireheart gray stripe scene yeah. when their yeah. kind of conflict slash relationship has been such a through line. Yeah, I do that's like the major through line for sure is Fireheart and Gray Stripe. I mean mm-hmm. they're on the old version of Recover, that's the little picture. So I'm sitting next to each other yeah. in front of the moon. Mm. Yeah, it's a good it's a good yeah, cover. It's the original one. Um I, I I also like seeing the the two endings compared to each other because it's like when they're kids and the ending is mm. them, but you know they're on good terms. And then yeah. when they're a little older, it's still them, but it's much more difficult. Yeah, yeah, that is a good like mirror ending. 
Man, I forgot how much uh, fighting cats is on the the cover <laughs> of the. <laughs> yeah, I have I have my like old book of the old cover. I think the the scene behind them is just the final battle at Windclan. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Here, I'm gonna upload it to the server so you can see it, Liz. Um... Oh yeah! Wow. I love that. They're just fighting. I love the background too. It's it's very um, well evocative of the title, but yeah. that's like good color contrast. Yeah, um, it's nice. Oh, you guys got to see the Polish cover for Fire. Oh, please show us. <laughs> it's not what you're expecting. It's uh, it's Graystripe and Silver Stream, I think. The yep. They're just. Oh my uh... god! Look at Fire Right Way in the background. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so oh no! It's like, so it's like Graystripe and Silver Stream at the front doing a little like cat affectionate headbutt, and then way in the background, very distant, is little orange Fireheart. <laughs> The cover artist for the Polish books was like <laughs> they shipped yeah, it. They fucking did, apparently. <laughs> They're like, uh They're like Grey Stripe and Silver Streamer in love. Fuck <laughs> y'all. Listen, Polish cover artists, you follow your heart. They gave Grey Stripe this very like these are, I want to reiterate the style of this, which is just kind of like normal cats, but a little more expressive. Like, they made Graystripe look very, like, romantic, interest, yeah. handsome face. Yeah, this is, he's got, like, luxurious yeah. chest fur. <laughs> big old face. It's very funny. <laughs> Get just fire her, just away here the back. Speck. Oh, God. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I have anything else to add right now. Oh, um, I do really quickly want to. While we're looking at covers, the simplified Chinese uh cover is very good. Oh boy. Oh, I love that. <gasps> oh, it's, wow. uh, yeah, it's Fireheart, but drawn with the roundest face in the world, kind God. of emerging from like between like branches above the snow. Um, it's really good colors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's- this this cover gives me the vibe of like those when you're like a kid, you read books about animals, but like they're just regular ones and not like yes. society ones. And it's about surviving winter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that, yeah. that's exactly the vibe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It definitely has the vibe of, like, I feel like children's book covers from the 80s were all, like, or, like, a lot of them were, like, painted in a way, like, a very yeah. specific way, and this gives mm-hmm. me those vibes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Strong use of, like, shadow. Anyway. <laughs> Um, I mean, is that it? 
yeah, I don't have anything else. Um, I still have to decide if we're gonna do like a fin- like a wrap up mm-hmm. episode. I don't know. It could be fun. We could read gray stripe hate. <laughs> uh-huh. Oh my god! Oh, the one we wrote. You mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would be fun. I can like do some digging on the forums and see if I can find any like yeah. old discussions of gray stripe slash silver yeah, stripe. Yeah, that would be great. Um, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna do a second segment this episode because it was pretty long, like set of chapters. Yeah. yeah. I haven't eaten dinner, so... <laughs> oh, no! I, um, we can end it now. Um, yeah. I I do have one last cover okay. for us to close out with. So this is um, according to my very quick uh, Google search, is the Fire and Ice UK cover. And... Uh, Here what? it is. <laughs> what is this font? I think one of them is papyrus. <laughs> it's not papyrus, but it's like a very, like, it's very jokey, close. like, handwriting font. It's in the font. Nickelodeon slime um, color. I want to be clear. <laughs> so the top of the cover is just, like, a very HDR'd picture of a cat <laughs> um just like eyes to nose uh mm-hmm. i assume it's supposed to be gray stripe it's a gray cat bright yellow eyes um and then against a white background warriors fire and ice in the nickelodeon slime font. <laughs> <laughs> and then in this like sort of vaguely old english font, uh friend or foe one cat must decide and then a little, a little uh picture of an icy river Beautiful. Uh, I love the the splash text. Friend or foe, one cat must decide, and he has to take because like that's not what's happening. No. (laughs) Also, the Aaron Hunter's name in this is in all lowercase. In this font, that reminds me very strongly of like Twilight, YA romance novels. Twilight somehow. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's the long... The H has, like, a really long swoosh to it. The fact there are three distinct fonts on this cover <laughs> that in no way match. Graphic design is our passion. <laughs> oh, God. Wait, uh, if this is the UK cover... Yeah. Were the books published in the U... It's, it, the writers are British! <laughs> Maybe? I don't Did know. We, is this I think the official this cover? Yes. I, although it does say this is sourced from Pinterest, so I can tell. You. I don't. I don't know. Okay, let me let me double let me check look at the wiki because they yes. have all the covers also. Ice UK. I'm getting conflicting theories here. Oh my gosh! Well, it's beautiful to me, regardless. It's real in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm seeing it on the wiki as the well, English language, uh, the UK edition. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's an alternate version with the, 
the U.S. cover, but bad. (laughs) It's like the U.S. cover, but they, like, messed up all the sizes um, and also desaturated the battle scene, so it's, like, really yellow instead of red. Uh... It's bad oh, to yeah, look I at. Oh, yeah, I see it. What? It's How not good. I don't like the... it. I mean, it's like, it's it's not awful, but it's just like, oh, it's not no, as good. Oh, it's not as good at they... all. <laughs> that's, that's like um, a photo booth filter. Like, they put a little <laughs> frame around um, Fireheart and, and Graystripe there. Yeah, they forgot. <laughs> they went to the photo booth together. <laughs> oh, They're making up. <laughs> Blue stripe, sorry, blue, blue heart, blue star. <laughs> wow, I went through a lot of them there. <laughs> blue star took them both aside, say, "I hate it when you guys fight. I got you tickets to the county fair. Go have fun." Sorry, I know we we're just talking about covers now. I do the Japanese. Oh version. yeah, I love all the Japanese oh covers. Which has gray stripe and silver stream sitting next to each other, but they're they're drawn <laughs> <laughs> they're drawn in just such a style. It's, like, it's very fun style. It's not a bad style. It's very good. No, I I love it. It's like very charming. Like they're a little cockeyed. It's like very folk yeah. arty. Um mm-hmm. and there's like a little red moon sun question mark behind yeah. them. Um Graystripe is extremely fluffy in this one, but he looks, like, very well-groomed. Like, he just combed himself for his date. <laughs> he probably did. He's gotta get smooth. <laughs> He's gotta get silky. <laughs> yeah, if you put this on, like, a, a dinnerware set, I'd be, like, cute. Yeah? Yeah, I would buy a mug with this on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but is that... Is that going to do it for us, I think, for <laughs> Fire and Ice? Well, for now, maybe. Yep. Yeah. All right. And as always, you can find the show at Staircast on Twitter.com. Um, send in questions at uh, at gmail.com. Um... Tell us how you feel about Grace yeah. and Silverstream. Yeah, you know what? Maybe write hey. it. Maybe maybe on our maybe book wrap-up podcast, we'll get into that. And if you, while you're on Twitter looking for us, if you want to find a high-res, well, a middle-res glossy JPEG of that Silverstream and Grey Stripe Polish cover in wallpaper size, you totally can. You just have to Google it, and it shows right up. It's like the first results. So, for the fans out there, I hope you find it. Well, yeah, and I do. I, we can also I, tweet I, it. Yeah, we can do that. Maybe if we remember. But I, I do want to hear everyone's great stripe thoughts now. Yeah. Tell us how you feel about. Um, Everyone's worst friend. <laughs> not not to bias the audience. We would never. <laughs> uh, but other than that, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, 
May Star Clan light your path.